Today, Rinpoche continued his explanation of training the mind in the stages of the path for beings of great capacity. Sanjay Okay, so if everybody wants to turn, uh, we're right at the beginning of the second volume um, of the Lam Rim Chemo, uh, where we find the stages of the path for persons of great capacity. Um, when we look at uh, Jayan Sheba's um, outline of this section, uh, before we get into the actual categories that uh, Lama Tsongkhapa presents, uh, we have some preliminary categories. And first we have the expression of worship or expression of homage. Uh, then the uh, five, five different points that are made, five different categories of points uh, that are made. Um, and, and then we have an understanding of the path. And, when the understanding of the path begins, then we have those various categories that um, Lama Tsongkhapa presents for us. Um, but right now, uh, we're looking at the section on the expression of worship, and that uh, falls in this first uh, um, sentence. Respectfully, I bow down at the feet of those excellent and revered persons who have great compassion. <laughs> Um, so, the reason that we find uh, this sentence that says, respectfully, I bow down at the feet of those excellent and revered persons who have great compassion, uh, is in order uh, to um, generate merit. Um, an expression of worship is put at the beginning um, of a text or a, a section in this particular um, part uh, um, as a 
means to generate merit, because merit is virtue, and by accumulating virtue, uh, one will have happiness. It is said that um, by having, um, doing meritorious deeds, whatever one wants, uh, he or she will have. And in the um, uh, uh, beginning of the, um, uh, the ornament for the clear realization um, by Lord Maitreya, uh, we find that also this expression of worship uh, presented by Maitreya as well. Um, uh, it says, uh, That which through the exalted knower of all leads here is seeking pacification to peace, which through the exalted knower of paths causes those helping migrating beings to achieve the aims of the world and through the perfect perfection of which the subduers set forth these varieties having all aspects to the mothers of the Buddhas as well as the host of hearer and bodhisattvas I pay homage. Um, so we find this also in the beginning of the um, perfection of wisdom text as we do in many other texts. Chigana ね、ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。ね、ね。
that Lama Tsongkhapa um, makes. So it begins with the first point. After such extended meditation on the faults of cyclic existence, uh, from various perspectives you will see all of cyclic existence as a pit of blazing fire. Um, so here this is um, speaking of generating the thoughts that see the downfalls of cyclic existence. Um, um, so in thinking about this over and over again, and by doing so, one will generate renunciation, which is a desire to definitely emerge from uh, the various types of suffering that are uh, pervade cyclic existence. Um, and it says that uh, you will see it cyclic existence as a pit of blazing fire. So blazing fire you would want to get right out of. It says, then you will be completely consumed with the desire to attain liberation, the elimination of suffering and the afflictions. Um, so here, um, once you have this desire to definitely emerge um, that takes place after seeing the faults of cyclic existence repeatedly, um, then what does one practice? What, what is necessary to do in order to abandon those afflictive obstructions and so forth? Then it says, if you learn the, th the path of the three precious trainings, you will attain liberation, uh, which is free of cyclic existence and is indeed irreversible, unlike the glory of high status within cyclic existence. Um, so here, once one has achieved the state of liberation, the state of liberation is permanent. It will not um, turn back into cyclic existence. Um, so once the afflictions have been abandoned, they no longer can arise. And we find in the Pramanavartika Karika where Dharmakirti makes this statement that um, why, um, why do we say that this won't occur again or this status of cyclic existence won't occur again? Because the awareness that creates it is no longer there. Um, so this is the reason that we say um, that um, cyclic existence no longer occurs again. The afflictions don't just come back because once they're abandoned, they are permanently abandoned. They no longer are there. Unlike high status, if one is born into the higher realms of uh, gods and humans, uh, sooner or later uh, he or she will fall back to the lower realms of cyclic existence and have to endure the sufferings of the hell-hungry ghosts and animals. Um, so high status um, uh, is reversible, whereas liberation is not. It says, how... Um, so these three highest higher trainings um, are also uh, are presented um, in the conjure. Uh, and they are also um, called the, the three baskets. Um, so the, each of these baskets um, is, I guess you could say, explains um, each uh, a particular higher training or highest higher training. Um, and I don't know if that word explains is the best way to say it or, or contains maybe is a better way. Um, but the, the, these... Each basket contains uh, the, the highest higher training that corresponds with the basket. So uh, when we look at the three baskets, we have the Abhidharma basket, we have Sutra basket, and the Vinaya basket. The Vinaya basket uh, corresponds with the highest higher training in ethics. The Sutra basket 
corresponds with the highest higher training and concentration. And then the um, Abhidharma basket uh, corresponds with the highest higher training and wisdom. So contains the highest higher training and probably literally would be more like is the highest higher training. This basket is, um, but contains is, um, however, it makes the most sense uh, for you. Um, so uh, the three baskets explain these three highest higher trainings or contain these three highest higher trainings of ethics, concentration, and wisdom. So we have the Vinaya basket, the Sutra basket, and the Abhidharma basket. Uh, so we can find uh, where Lama Tsongkhapa has brought uh, this information uh, from the Pramanavartika Karika. Uh, where Dharmakirti's point that's made that uh, why will this not occur again because the awareness that creates it is abandoned. And we'll have to check that exact quote, but that's roughly what the quote says in the um, Namjo. Um, so uh, this awareness that creates it's been abandoned. So it says uh, here, uh, <coughs> you will attain liberation, which is free of cyclic existence and is indeed irreversible. Um, so the point that, that Dharmakirti makes about it not occurring again because the awareness that creates it is, is no longer there, uh, it, um, that point is, is presented here by Tsongkhapa, Lama Tsongkhapa. And Tibetan 
Anne, toje teba niye tembala? Jendo roji teje tadan jos teba çembul yuures. Kontembere ce dans ne de damme de melanda tate en tama de pachi du ballon imbere. De damme de melanda jins de adamme de okalo de bamaruba ne melanda ตัดเทมะบาตุโซวะเทมะลานโรยากินเดบะเทคาริตมุงจุนจีอันเทมะลานโรยากินเดบะติงวะเรสคุสเทมะลินจุยากะโรยาติจุเตวะเตตมุง
we have a quote from Arya Sura's Arya Sura's uh, Compendium of Perfections. Let me just look at my notes one moment. Uh, so when we um, uh, so the um, it says here goes going back. However, your elimination of faults and attainment of all good qualities will be incomplete. Um, so uh, all of the afflictions, which are the gross, uh, <coughs> coarse um, negativities, have been abandoned in that this case, and that's um, the state of nirvana uh, is created or um, exists because of this negation or abandonment of the afflictions. But there are still these imprints of those uh, afflictions. Um, so those are still considered faults. Um, so that's why it says that they, all the faults haven't been com uh, completely eliminated. And because you aren't omniscient, because all the faults haven't been eliminated, because the obstructions to omniscience uh, have not been eliminated, uh, all of the good qualities are incomplete. Um, so that's what the uh, meaning uh, behind that is, um, and so this is what um, uh, causes the, uh, <coughs> the 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 abider in nirvana to almost abandon omniscience. Um, it's almost an abandonment of omniscience that requires the Buddha uh, to create to correct. And then it says, once you have abandoned forever the two vehicles, this is from Aryashura's Compendium of the Perfections, once you have for, uh, forever abandoned the two lower vehicles, uh, so this is the hearer and solitary realizer vehicle, which possesses no power to provide the welfare of the world. So here, the lower vehicles uh, do not uh, even uh, um, allow one to uh, complete all of their own uh, needs. Uh, let alone the needs of all sentient beings. Um, so when we speak of what the uh, bodhisattva or the Mahayanist um, object of observation is, we're speaking of all sentient beings that exist. Um, so the, it says that the, um, if one hasn't um, accomplished their own aims, then clearly they can't accomplish the aims of all sentient beings. Uh, it says... Um, Enter the vehicle which Tucker uh, Shakyamuni compassionately taught. This consists only of helping others. So it's saying, once you've recognized that these lower vehicles don't allow you to um, um, uh, um, fulfill all of your own needs and others, uh, then practice the Mahayana, which is aimed at putting uh, um, working for the sake of others. Um, so uh, this is what is meant. Um, and... Uh, we okay, Dixon. What the Tombo is that? Never the matters of do. Never the Mandrogu, Mashi, the Lung Ni, the cheek Jason. Okay, yeah. I Rimache also read the second part um, of Arya Shuri's. That's where, okay. Arya Shuri's Compendium of Perfection. So it says, And also, when people see that joy and unhappiness are like a dream, and that beings degenerate due to the fault of delusion, why would they strive for their own welfare, forsaking delight in the excellent deeds of uh, uh, altruism? Um, so it says that uh, uh, joy and unhappiness are like a dream. So joy, both joy and unhappiness are not truly established. 
therefore they are like a dream, they are like a mirage. Um, and it says, and that beings degenerate due to the faults of delusion. When we look at delusion or ignorance, there are two categories. Ignorance of karma and its results, and ignorance of the nature of reality. So beings degenerate due to ignorance of karma and its result, and ignorance of the nature of reality. Um, and why would they strive for their own welfare, um, forsaking delight in the excellent deeds of altruism? So the joy of working for the sake of others... Is what ultimately uh, creates complete Buddhahood. Uh, so why would one work for the Hinayana if knowing that all sentient, all all joy and unhappiness are not truly established, um, and that the ignorance that sees it incorrectly causes cyclic existence and suffering for all sentient beings? So recognizing that this is a common, uh, uh, a common. Um, ignorance that all sentient beings share um, and that creates this um, suffering over and over again. Uh, so it says that, and that beings degenerate due to the faults of delusion. So this is referring to all sentient beings uh, suffer because of ignorance. Um, so uh, that's what is meant by this. And once again, it's speaking of uh, working for the sake of others, uh, fulfillment of one's own aims in a complete way. And, and work and the ability to fulfill others' aims as well. Deeksum Rimche. What I knew about the Matasaguna Druku, my Bashi, and those, and the Sijan Tajaranga Mares, my Bijusan Karasana, Zanki Jewal Toma Yumare, Sijan Suina, Samaki Jewal Toma, Mabayenta, and the Mashi Manu Baji Yumare, and the Sijan Tajaranga Mares, my Bashi into a Dunghawa. Dunghe Nyanga and <coughs> Jela <laughs> Jerry Nas 
Jiden 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 jube jayu jari na Kenji meji jibu kongshi yus Jiden 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 jube jiden 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 jube Jiden 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 so number two, so there are five categories, um, five points that are made, going to be made here, according to Jayan Sheba. Um, so uh, that completes point number one. Uh, and that's Ari Shuri's uh, compendium of perfections quote is where it ends. Uh, the uh, number two begins, when you see that beings have fallen, just as you have into the ocean of existence and are stumbling, unable to walk in a safe direction because the eye of wisdom which distinguishes what to adopt and what to discard for them is closed, is it not better to care for others and to strive for their welfare, you who are in the conqueror's lineage? Uh, the same text says, Why wouldn't anyone who is in the conqueror's lineage and who works for the welfare of the world have compassion for those stumbling with their eyes wisdom closed and joyously persevere so as to clear away such confusion? Um, so all sentient beings have been our mother. Uh, and when we recognize this and we begin to see um, that they are suffering in the ocean of cyclic existence, then this will um, make us uh, want to work for their needs, want to work for their welfare. Um, so uh, it, it's very similar to <clears throat> the quote we previously saw in Arya Shura's um, um, Compendium of Perfections, where it speaks of uh, putting others, um, working for the sake of others um, are fulfilling one's own needs as well as others' needs. Um, that's literally how it is, is, should be put, with the fulfillment of one's own needs as well as the fulfillment of others' needs. Um, um, so uh, it's very, what the point that's made here is very similar to the point previously uh, being made um, about this I generating this idea um, uh, because sentient beings who have been your mother are suffering uh, and it says, unable to walk in a safe direction because of the eye of wisdom which distinguishes what to adopt and what to discard for them is closed. Uh, so they are, um, all sentient beings uh, um, have this state of ignorance which disallows them to um, un um, ascertain the nature of reality and how things abide correctly um, and, and it causes this grasping at things as being truly established. It says, is it not better to care for others and to strive for their welfare? You who are in the conqueror's lineage. Um, so these sentient beings uh, who, like ourselves, um, suffer in cyclic existence um, uh, uh, are also, as we are, part of the conqueror's lineage, meaning have Buddha nature. Um, so we who have Buddha nature, so the, all sentient beings have Buddha nature. I guess that's the point that's being that's made. It isn't uh, so. All sentient beings have Buddha nature. So we are sentient beings. So we have uh, this Buddha nature. So the conqueror's lineage is referring to uh, Buddha nature. Um, so since we have Buddha nature, it says, why wouldn't anyone who is the con in the conqueror's lineage and who works for the welfare of I'm sorry. Let me start that again. Why wouldn't anyone who is in the conqueror's lineage and who works for the welfare of the world 
have compassion for those stumbling with their eyes to wisdom closed, and joyously persevere so as to clear away such confusion. Um, so, uh, again, th this idea of um, working for the fulfillment of one's own needs and as well as others' needs. It says uh, they're uh, stumbling with their eyes of uh, wisdom closed. Um, so, Rinpoche, the Pactulum, the Nipa, the the Mikpa, Jagamare, the Senchen, the Mikpa, the Nyentu Dan Ranjel Gichiche, Su. Let me find it. Go get me a cheek. You're a meek John Drew. Share a meek sonser, share a meek son. Share a meek sonser, do. And what the Tibachemon drag me to go, Maris, share a meal, Maris. Timen drag to the Okay, okay. So I was just checking with Rimache to make sure that I was remembering it correctly. So this is speaking to the lesser vehicle practitioners. Um, so this um, particular quote here uh, from the Compendium of Perfections is speaking to a lesser vehicle practitioner, <coughs> here a solitary realizer practitioner. And it says, uh, have compassion for those stumbling with their eyes of wisdom closed. Uh, so uh, those who have eyes of wisdom closed are the lesser vehicle practitioners. Um, those are the ones that uh, Aryashura is referring to. Um, um, it, so it looks like it's referring to all sentient beings, but this Rimche Singh specifically is referring to those lesser vehicle practitioners uh, whose eyes of wisdoms are closed um, and joyously persevere so as to clear away uh, such confusion. So this confusion that um, works for one's own welfare. Um, instead of working for the fulfillment of one's own needs as well as the needs of others. Um, so this is the confusion that needs to be cleared away, this confusion about um, um, not practicing the Mahayana and practicing the Hinayana as opposed. Okay. That's not what the know what the Jensenja ジェンドコトチワレジャオゴレスジェンドコトチワテテジェマドテメズヨンゴマロワアネシャワリデスランゲトンザンラミバネトンドナタヤトモアイビシロスジェンドンコトチワテヤジュレランドンジャンバサン
So number three starts here. Here you should use a great person's joy, charisma, and strength to shoulder the responsibility of others' welfare, for focusing only on your welfare is a trait shared even with animals. Um, so if, if you look at um, uh, how animals behave, they work for their own welfare. So working for one's own welfare is, is a common 
uh, um, the word the, the word is technically common locus between us and animals is something that us uh, and and uh, and animals would share. It's a common locus, uh, and and that would be working for one's own welfare. So animals work for their own welfare. Um, so why would we not want to transcend the uh, idea of an animal? Um, and it says here you should use a great person's joy, charisma, and strength to shoulder the responsibilities of others' uh, welfare. So we should work for uh, the fulfillment of not only one's own needs, but the fulfillment of others' needs uh, as well. And it says, consequently, um, the fundamental orientation of a great person is to focus solely on achieving the happiness and ben uh, benefit of others. Um, so the core practice of the Mahayana is to um, work for the needs or fulfillment of needs of other sentient beings, of all other sentient beings. Uh, just the key word there is other. So there's self and then there's other. Um, randun shendun. Um, these are the two words. So working for one's own, fulfillment of one's own needs, fulfillment of others' needs. Um, so here we're looking to generate this uh, um, desire to fulfill others' needs. And then we have a quote from Chenter Groman's uh, letter uh, to a student. It says, Domestic animals eat a mouthful of easily found grass, and when tormented by great thirst, they happily drink water they find. Here, those who make an effort at working for the welfare of others do so out of charisma, joy, and strength. The sun's ray, great rays shine everywhere, traveling like a horse-drawn chariot. The ground supports the world without calculating the burden. Such is the nature of persons of great capacity who lack any self-interest. They are consumed with whatever brings happiness and benefit to the world. Um, so, when we last week we were speaking about the part of this where it says the sun's great rays shine everywhere traveling like a horse-drawn chariot. Um, so the Tibetan reads more specifically about the, the sun being a horse, um, rays carried by a horse-drawn chariot. Uh, it's not as much li uh, written like, like in the sense that it is written like, um, uh, according to the, um, this is difficult to explain, but according to the Buddhist cosmology, the sun um, is moves around uh, the planets and is moves around the planets drawn by uh, carried by uh, um, seven horses uh, seven horses that um, are in the sky in space Rimache said so uh, that's what's meant here by like a horse-drawn chariot um, the sun is said to be carried around um, by these seven horses, mystical horses, um, that carry the sun around to illuminate the various uh, places in space. Now, Rinpoche said, now, science disagrees, obviously, with this, um, so we have to look at um, what is meant and then um, compare the two. Um, but this is what um, is presented in uh, the texts um, that we find on cosmology, uh, where there's, uh, the sun is drawn by these uh, seven horses um, and, and, and carried, um, um, so almost trailered by seven horses. Um, so that is uh, what Rinpoche wanted to go back to that line and explain why it's talking about horses um, uh, traveling like a horse-drawn chariot. It is mean, mean, meant to be literal here, uh, <coughs> that the sun's bright rays shine everywhere um, 
drawn by a, a I wonder how it would read. I have to look at it, but but um, the the sun sun's rays shine everywhere carried by a horse-drawn chariot or something to that effect. Um, so so that Rinpoche just reiterated that scientists don't agree with this idea that we're presenting. So we'll hand some things out, we'll have snack time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the sun's great rays shine everywhere, traveling like a horse-drawn chariot. Um, so uh, the seven horses that... Uh, um, I think it's a... Because uh, it's Suncha Koro. So it's literally a horse-drawn chariot. So, how do you say this? A horse-drawn chariot drawn by seven horses. How would I say that? A seven-horse-drawn chariot? A chariot drawn by seven, seven horses. horses. A, a, a chariot drawn by seven horses trailers the sun. Okay, so a chariot drawn by seven horses trailers um, uh, the sun. And, so, uh, and it brings the sun's rays to all the four continents. Um, so the north, south, east, and west, uh, the four continents. So the sun is trailered to uh, illuminate all of these continents. Um, and likewise, um, then the Drawagare, the much sentient, the... the Example. Okay. So just like the sun uh, it illuminates everything, all four continents, um, the mind that wishes to work for the welfare of others is pointed at all sentient beings everywhere. So it, it's meaning that just like the sun go, is, pervades uh, all space, the sun goes everywhere. Uh, likewise, this mind uh, goes everywhere and, and uh, for all sentient beings. Okay, so that's clear. So we don't find uh, really much information um, in Jayan Sheba's commentary about this point that's made here. It just goes over it. But the uh, Basu Chuji Jetson um, explains it in this way. Um, and that's where we find this um, commentary. Mm-hmm. 
So Basichuji Jetson's commentary is where we find the most information about this point that's being made about the seven um, um, horses uh, that draw the chariot that trailers the sun. Um, and we only find a little uh, um, point made in Jayan Sheba's uh, essay. But Basichuji Jetson is, it gives an expanded explanation of it. So Buddhists say that, and I think I left this before out, I apologize. So Buddhists state that the sun uh, is trailered by um, this uh, um, chariot drawn by seven horses. Um, and and then that the sun moves around all of the four continents. But this differs from science. Science, the view is that the earth rotates around uh, the sun and that the planets and so forth move around the sun and that the sun doesn't um, um, chase or, or move around uh, the planets. Um, so we'd have to look at both views, compare them and see. Um, and see. So Rinpoche is just saying we look at science view and what they assert and look at the Buddhist view and what they assert, and we um, we will see that it differs. Kebayubanes, <laughs> ケバユバトワテンジェルメシワテンテンドスタユバネテテンドワスワテンマテンドスタテテジバロワテテンドワドゲンジェクンドドンワトネスアネンドワドゲンジェドンワクンドトンクンドドンワトネテダゲトントン
Okay, so now uh, number four. One who, who sees beings tormented by the above mentioned suffering and who hastens to act for their welfare uh, is uh, called a person of great capacity and an adept. Um, so um, uh, here, adept, the word uh, is being used for, is also could be used um, scholar. Um, and this capacity word means ability. Um, so um, ability, nupa dandamba. So the uh, one's ability, I guess it would be like a, one's own abilities. Um, uh, one, yeah, one's capabilities. One, what one is capable of, what one's ability is. Rinpoche was going over the Sanskrit word for capacity and explaining um, what, it, what it really means. Uh, and it, it means that uh, um, one is able, um, um, able to. Um, so uh, great ability would be another way. This capacity, um, a great capability. Uh, great ability. Um, so, just looking at what this means, basically, adept in, as a scholar, someone who works for the, for the sake of other beings is, is a scholar, is someone of great capacity, is someone of great ability. Uh, and it says, those who see beings disturbed by the smoke, uh, disturbed by the cloud of ignorance that enshrouds the world, helplessly fallen into the blazing fire of suffering and hastily make effort as their own heads were on fire are called great persons and adepts. Okay. Wow. 
Rajenji 
Okay, so number five. Um, therefore, the Mahayana is the origin of all the good of self and others. The medicine that alleviates all trouble. <coughs> the path, the great path traveled by all knowledgeable person, persons. Um, so, the Mahayana um, is not only um, for the sake of others, as a byproduct of that aspiration, one's own needs are fulfilled. So by working for the fulfillment of needs of others, as a result, one's own needs are also fulfilled. So if one wishes to uh, um, create all of the good for oneself and others, then practicing the Mahayana is how one does that. 
by working for the sake of others, one, um, as a byproduct, uh, achieves all of his or her own needs. Um, nourishment for all beings who see, hear, remember, and come into contact with it, and that which has the great skill and means that engage you uh, in others' welfare, and thereby indirectly achieves your own welfare in its entirety. One who enters it thinks, wonderful, I have found what am I looking, what I am looking for. Enter the supreme vehicle with all of the strength of an excellent person that you have. The compendium of perfection states, so all the strength of an excellent person, someone who has the desire or aspiration to become a Buddha already, um, that strength that they have, try to emulate it. Um, it says, and enter the great vehicle the way that they have. Um, so, the suffering of birth, aging, sickness, and death, all of the various sufferings are alleviated um, by the Mahayana. Um, so, alleviated for others as well as, um, as a result, alleviated for yourself. Um, so, it says the medicine that alleviates all troubles all the various sufferings, all the, the negativities that one has to endure, all the negativities that others have to endure. Um, so these are all eradicated by the great vehicle. Um, uh, the Compendium of Perfection states, so again we have a quote from uh, the Compendium of Perfections, Aryasura's text, The Supreme Vehicle is realized by genuine wisdom, from it, the omniscience of the great sage arises. He is like the eye of the world, his radiance like the rays of the rising sun. So here again, we have this um, mention of the sun and, and illuminating uh, everywhere, illuminating everything, lighting up everything. The span, um, its, uh, its expanse is everywhere. Likewise, the mind that it, um, wishes to work for the state of others, its expanse is everyone is all sentient beings. Um, so, uh, he is the like the eye of the world, his radiance like the rays of the rising sun. Um, so, uh, uh, from the great vehicle, in dependence upon the great vehicle, Buddha is, arises, a Buddha arises. So, in dependence upon the great vehicle, a Buddha arises, uh, and a Buddha is omniscient. Um, so, it says... This supreme vehicle is realized by genuine wisdom. From it, the omniscience of the great sage arises. So in dependence upon the great vehicle, the Buddha arises, and the Buddha is omniscient. Um, and the Buddha's, uh, it says, is, he, he is like the eye of the world because um, the object of observation of this being is all sentient beings. So he sees all sentient beings. So he or she sees all sentient beings. So they're like the eye of the world. Radiance like the rays of the rising sun, pervading everywhere and everything. So in this case, everyone. Thus, enter the Mahayana after you have developed great respect for it, uh, induced by seeing its good quality from various perspectives. So here we have the name of this, second, uh, uh, this section, um, Jayan Sheba, uh, the five different perspectives. Um, so in this last point here, it says, seeing its good quality from various perspectives. So when, earlier I translated it as uh, five points. Um, so there are five perspectives is a way to translate uh, this, this category, looking at it from five, five perspectives. And then now we get into the... the uh, 
that completes the first two sections. So Jayan Sheba states that there are three sections um, in the beginning of this text. We first have the, the homage or the expression of worship. Uh, and then um, the different points or five perspectives. Uh, and then we get into an understanding of the path. Uh, so uh, the understanding of the path of persons of great capacity has three different categories. First category is showing that developing the uh, bodhicitta is the only entrance to the Mahayana or the development of the spirit of enlightenment is the only entrance to the Mahayana, the only door into the great vehicle. How to develop the spirit of enlightenment, how to develop bodhicitta, how to learn the bodhisattva deeds after developing the spirit of enlightenment. So these are the three categories, uh, and this is under the uh, third heading, understanding the path. ตาตอมบอเนเทบะชิมิโยโกเซนจิคุนะเตมบะเตเลจานจิบิตอมบะซาจินิเตวุโดซาจินิอือฮะเนซุมบะเตตะนาเจบิชิมบิลานจิเต
This is category number three, which is understanding the path, my, the Mahayana path. So there are three categories in Lama Tsongkhapa's outline, showing that developing the spirit of enlightenment is the only entrance into the Mahayana, how to develop the spirit of enlightenment, and how to learn the Bodhisattva deeds after developing the spirit of enlightenment. The first category showing the, that developing the spirit of enlightenment is the only entrance into the Mahayana, uh, according to Jayansheba, has two parts. Um, the first part is um, uh, that like a seed uh, is the only way for a sprout to grow, the Mahayana is only entered through the door of the spirit of enlightenment, um, something to that effect. Uh, so the spirit of enlightenment um, is necessary to enter the Mahayana, just as a seed is necessary to grow something. Um, it can't grow. Nothing grows without the seed. Likewise, without the spirit of enlightenment, uh, the entrance to the Mahayana doesn't occur. You're not born into the Mahayana. So that's probably how it is. That It's the seed that births you into the Mahayana, that uh, allows you to enter or arise into the Mahayana. I'd like to look at those words, but we don't have time right now. Um, and then the second category is that the practice of the great vehicle is of utmost importance, is of great importance. Okay. And then the first category has 18 categories, Rinpoche said. <laughs> anyway, I forgot something. So there are 18 points uh, that are made about developing the spirit of enlightenment as the only entrance into the Mahayana. So because there are these 18 points, Jayan Sheba made 18 different sections in the outline. So we'll go through it slowly um, over and over again. So around, Korajap is kind of around. So Rimache is saying we'll go around it. Um, so, of the 18, um, so we, page 16 of the second volume, showing that developing the spirit of enlightenment is the only entrance into the Mahayana. Given that you should enter the Mahayana in the above-mentioned manner, what is the entrance? So this is the first... Um, this is strange. What did that? What did 
Okay, given that you should enter the Mahayana in the above-mentioned manner, what is the entrance? The conqueror taught that there are no Mahayana vehicles other than the perfection vehicle and the tantric vehicle. Whichever of these two you enter, the only entrance is the spirit of enlightenment. Once you have generated the spirit in your mind... Okay, so the, I think it stops there. The Rimache, the Nipa, the Semche Yuna, Semche Yuna, Te Champa, the Nipa? Tetra, Teba Chambul and Yuguna, Stujuna, Damodoro, Tetra, Teba Chambul and Yuguna, Jubuka in Hanas, Tijin, Jugut Kadres, Jugut Kadres, Tela Jay Partition with Tibata. Oh, Gongamek. 
Okay. Uh, when you separate from this spirit, no matter what other good qualities you may have, such as the super, uh, knowledge of emptiness, etc., you lapse from the Mahayana, falling to the level of Shravaka and the like. Uh, the point is taught in many Mahayana scriptures and is also proved by reason. Um, so this point's been made uh, in scriptures, but you can also use analysis to prove that you can fall uh, from the great vehicle into the hearer and solitary realizer vehicle. So if a bodhisattva loses his or her bodhicitta, then he or she falls to the lower vehicle, to the lesser vehicle. Um, and you can find quotes that support that, and you can use your own wisdom and analysis to, to prove and support that. Um, so when we look at the two vehicles um, of Mahayana, or great, when we look, I'm sorry, when we look at the great vehicle, there are only two um, categories. There are not three, there are not more, there are not less. Um, there are only two. There is the um, perfection vehicle, um, or also called the uh, Jude, the causal perfection vehicle, and then the resultant uh, secret tantric vehicle. Uh, so these are the only two categories of the Mahayana, and both of those categories require the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment to enter. Um, so the only door, the only entrance into either of those two vehicles is bodhicitta, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. There is no other entrance. Uh, there are many paths. When we speak of pathways um, of the great vehicle, there are many. We have the path of accumulation, the path of preparation, the path of seeing, the path of meditation, the path of no more learning. Uh, we have the wisdom realizing emptiness, great compassion. We have uh, the realization of um, the love through the force of attraction. Uh, there are so many of these uh, pathways that are found within the great vehicle. But the entrance into all of those pathways of the great vehicle is necessarily the mind that aspires to enlightenment, is the bodhicitta. So bodhicitta is indispensable uh, when it comes to practice, practice of the Mahayana, and without it, one is not a Mahayanist. Uh, so it says, you're recognized, uh, um, once you have generated the spirit of enlightenment, you are recognized as a Mahayana practitioner, even though you may have not generated any other good quality. So you're a Mahayanist once you have bodhicitta. Um, if you don't have bodhicitta, you're not a Mahayanist. If you're not a Mahayanist, you haven't entered into the Mahayana. Um, and if you haven't entered into the Mahayana, practicing of the paths isn't Mahayana practice. So in order to practice the paths of the Mahayana, it's necessary to have bodhicitta because that's the cause of it. That's how one enters into it. Tijin 
um, so there is a, a de great debate that would take place um, when we look at this point that um, the bodhicitta is the only entrance into the Mahayana. Um, so when we look at uh, the bodhicitta, there is a bodhicitta um, that is uh, in the mind of a practitioner at the path of accumulation, that at the path of preparation, that bodhicitta at the path of seeing, that bodhicitta, uh, bodhicitta at the path of meditation, one at no more learning. Um, so the question is, is the realization of the path of accumulation, path of preparation, path of seeing, etc., are all those realizations um, caused by this bodhicitta, the entrance? Are all of these pathways that are found on these levels entered through bodhicitta? Because there's different bodhicittas at these different levels. Um, so, uh, when we look at the Ksu Kelangadu part, Penchen, so many scholars, and in the collected works of Penchen Sanandrapa, it stated that yes, um, all of the uh, great vehicle pathways are entered through uh, this one entrance, and that's the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Because at the path of seeing, uh, the ex the, at the path of seeing, the Mahayana path of seeing, for instance, uh, the excellent quality uh, that is realized uh, when realizing emptiness, for instance, um, is an excellent quality. So when one is realizing emptiness, that's an excellent quality. It's stated that all excellent qualities of the Mahayana are entered, are, I'm sorry, are caused by bodhicitta, or the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So therefore, we can say that all of these pathways are entered um, through the mind that aspires to enlightenment because they are, their realizations are excellent qualities of the Mahayana and all excellent qualities of the Mahayana are entered through bodhicitta. Um, so we can say yes, that the um, bodhicitta at the, at the path of preparation causes the pathways of preparation. The bodhicitta at seeing causes the pathways of seeing uh, and so forth. Um, so uh, we, we can say that it's the entrance to all of them. So here we're stating that the only entrance into the Mahayana is uh, bodhicitta, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So we're saying the only there are two divisions of the Mahayana, the causal perfection vehicle and the resultant 
tantric, a secret tantric vehicle. Um, so the only entrance into the uh, causal perfection vehicle is bodhicitta. The only entrance into the resultant um, tantric, secret tantric vehicle is bodhicitta. So if we say yes, that's the case, the only entrance into uh, the causal and resultant vehicle uh, is bodhicitta, then we would say the subject in initiation is not an, in, uh, an entrance into uh, the tantric, uh, uh, into the tantra. So this is where a debate could take place because we're saying that the only entrance into Mahayana is, is um, uh, bodhicitta, um, the resultant perfection vehicle. Uh, or the resultant uh, um, secret tantric vehicle um, is uh, entered by bodhicitta, but it's also stated that the entrance into um, tantra is an initiation. So, which is it? So we can say that, yes, an initiation is the entrance into Tantra. But the entrance into Tantrayana, which is the vehicle, Tantric vehicle, is Bodhicitta, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So the vehicle is entered by Bodhicitta. Tantra itself is entered uh, by uh, um, an initiation. <laughs> So there's many doubts that arise when we look at these and a lot to think about. So in the future we'll uh, go over explaining this again. Yeah. Two chanaram Yeah. so we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Thank you everyone for coming. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular, the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Yatso may stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar holder of scriptural and realizational doctrines. Spiritual friend, we train extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimache Gutsi Shapi Denerlon. And Sulam Rim Chemo Kanga Chiranon.